Yeah, I think you got to you got to you know give credit where credit is due, and uh, their offensive line is is really good. You know, uh, protecting Jared. Um, you know, he's done a nice job of distributing the football, and that's one of the things is they've been scoring points. You know, it hasn't been obviously the you know one of their issues. It's uh, they're putting points on the board, and and um, you know a little bit of a little bit of a hot streak. You know, here recently. You're going to see Aiden Hutchinson this week. Uh, when you think back to the draft process and getting to know him, what kind of stands out about him, and not only as a player but as a person? Well, one uh, great person. You know, got a chance to meet him in person, and, and uh, just just a, a great human being. He's he's a good football player, you know, and and uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting. Obviously, watching him, you know, all week this week, but watching him in person and just understanding he's got a bright future. Watching his tape. What kind of stands out as, as on the pro level? I know you watch the college tape, but I mean, you know, obviously moving him around a little bit, you know, playing uh, obviously the edge position and also inside and and uh, five and a half sacks, I believe, and, and and getting getting pressure and you know just doing the things that that we thought he could do, you know, and um, uh, he's going to be a he's going to be a really good really good player in this league for a long time. Offensively, they've scored a lot of points last year. They weren't scoring as many points. What have they changed this year to do that? I just think they're comfortable with their system. Um, you know, Jared is is obviously playing, you know, confident with the guys around him. Obviously, there is some some injuries. Some guys have been kind of banged up, but he's he's done a nice job of just executing their offense. And you know, just they're they're opportunistic when when the time time comes, really. And um, you know, and that's what you need. And uh, the ability to run the football, and you know, a couple good running backs in there, and and just. Uh, um, I think just playing together and, and being around for a second season helps. I know uh, Dan Campbell said earlier this week they don't know yet if Jamison Williams will play. Um, wide receiver-wise, what do they present? Well, if he plays, I mean, he, he's obviously a talented player, you know, um, and uh, he's got speed, you know, and he's long and, and athletic, so that's, that's a challenge, obviously. Um, but, again, just, uh, you know, an opportunistic team. They're making plays and they're playing with confidence. And, and um, you know, they play with a lot of energy. You see it on tape, you know, and they, they fly around and uh, be a great challenge for our football team. How are you feeling about Travis's chances of playing this weekend? I feel good. Um, it's going to be day to day, you know, uh, with him. But uh, I want to make sure that he's 100%, you know, before we stick him out there. And, and uh, he'll go through, you know, some of the walkthrough portions of practice today. How important are these practices going to be for Henderson if ETN can't go? Well, that'll be important, you know, um, spending a little extra time with him, you know, uh, Coach Parmalee, you know, get him get him ready to go if, if need be. And and um, he's a veteran guy. He's played, and, and it's just a matter of just understanding a little terminology. We won't throw the whole thing at him, but but give him, uh, you know, a series of, of plays that he's comfortable with. Coach, you talked about the leadership within this team being um, good. You have the right core of players. What have you seen from the guys to, to keep that confidence level growing, not only through the, the losses, but obviously through the wins as well? Um, I mean, you know, I feel like we've talked a lot about this, but these guys, you know, nothing really bothers them, number one. You know, they've, they've, they've stayed the course through, through the, the hard times this season, you know, some of the tough losses we've had. And, and uh, they, they don't seem to get, you know, too high or too low. Obviously, they're, you know, excited because, you know, the win Sunday and, and that's something we can build on. But, 
you know, the leadership of the team has really been um, has been really good that way. You know, uh, even from you know the way we practice, the way we meet, uh, challenging the guys that way. And, and you know, you get this late in the season. There's there's not a lot that I can do to really motivate the guys. I mean, it's it, it, you know we're what four, 13 weeks in or something like that, and and um, you know it's a matter of them taking it upon themselves, and, and uh, you know you lean on the leadership that way. Are you surprised at all that they've been able to stay this even keeled? I mean, it, it's easy to just throw it away, basically, with uh, with how the season has gone, sort of bumps in the road. Um, I'm not surprised. You know, I'm not surprised at all. Character, character of the football team, character of the guys, the type of men that we have in that locker room, um, it doesn't surprise me at all. One of your players last week unsolicited mentioned, uh, and this is before the Ravens game, how there's, there's no, you know, no reason why we can't go. Ten and seven. There's no reason why we can't, uh, you know, run the table. Um, obviously, uh, tough long shot scenario. Just wondering, but how, how does it make you feel when a, when when a, when players have that kind of mindset to not ever ever give up, even thing even when things look bleak at three and seven. Yeah. First of all, appreciate the confidence um, <laughs> that you uh, showed us in us. Um, you know, I it, listen. Anything's possible. I've been around this league a long time. Anything's possible. Any any team. I mean, I mean, Detroit's in a situation too where they could go on a little run here and and and, and affect the outcome of their season too. So, you know, yes, we understand that it's it's a it's a one game season. The importance of this game, um, and we've got some. If you look at our schedule, we've got some really good opponents down the stretch here. I mean, we still got three in our own division. So. You know, um, I love the confidence, you know, and the guys have. And, and listen, it, I don't want to take that away from them either. You know, if they believe that, you know, then then we've got to get more people believing that, right? Coaches, players, everybody. And um, we understand that it's a one-game, you know, it's a one-game season, one-game mentality, you know, and um, anything's possible. It's my cause, my cleats week. You're going to have some special shoes on. Can you talk about why those are important? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great to have, you know, uh, with pancreatic cancer, obviously, you know, brings awareness to the, the, you know, what I dealt with with my brother and, and uh, going through that with my family. And, and uh, so my wife and I, you know, our whole family is going to have shoes on, you know, to, to help, you know, bring awareness to that and obviously remind, you know, remember my brother, you know, during this time. But everybody's got something that they can – Sort of hang their hat on, you know, a cause of some sort, and uh, I think it's I think it's great that the league, you know, gives the players, give the coaches, organizations a way to sort of, you know, honor those that uh, whether it's through a charity or someone personal or personally in their family that that they can honor, you know, during during this time. I think is a, a really good thing. What kind of undertaking is that? Getting the whole family involved? Not much. Just ask their shoe size. <laughs> Did your wife handle it all? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, my wife's a trooper. No, they're going to be back in Louisiana uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, no, my wife handles all that. She's a trooper. I know you had asked about Hutchinson already, but how how much did you get to know him during the draft process? A little bit. It's tough to really get to. I think get to know guys during that process. It's so short and brief, um, you know. And then and getting even a, a top thirty visit, you know, in your building and things like that. Uh, it's still not enough time to really get to know somebody. But I'll say this. I mean, 
this kid was uh, professional. Um, the way he acted, the way he spoke, the way he handled his business. You know, when he was here, um, just you just know guys like that are going to have success in this league. Nineteen in a row against NFC, nineteen straight losses to NFC teams. I know you don't talk about that, but have you ever been part of a streak like that, like a weird? I don't. I don't. Like I don't that, think so. Um, you know. I mean, I, I, you're right. I don't get caught up in a lot of that. I mean, you know, different team, different times. But yeah, I mean, those are those are real. Those are real numbers, real stats, and you know, those are things I don't talk to the team a lot about. I mean, we're just focused on the Lions and, and preparing to get you know get ready to go. Are you better in the red zone? I mean, from early in the season where there were more struggles, the numbers say you've gotten better. Where are you with where your red zone production? You know, taking care of the football, number one, I think can increase production. You know, obviously points, outcomes, drives, and things like that. You know, we're going we're gonna to pride ourselves, like most teams, got to run the football down there. You know, it gets hard to, to throw the ball with some of the structure that the defenses possess, you know, and, and some pressures and different things. And, you know, it's, a, it's been a slow progression I think as the season's gone on, um, we can always get better down there, you know, and we have to get better, you know, down down the stretch here. But, you know, the number one thing for us is, is taking care of the football, um, which we've done in the last couple games. They're really good in the red zone. Is that Travis Goff and being a veteran quarterback? Yeah, it's that and just, just trusting the players and putting them in, you know, positions to be successful. I mean, that's that's just what the red zone is. You take care of the ball. You know the ball's out on time and rhythm, and and um, you got to be accurate and, and make plays. A couple days removed, as far as Chad and Devin in the rotation, and Chad playing 100% of the snaps. I think Devin was like 37%. How much of that was situational going against? How's that 100%? 100% of snaps for Chad. And 37%? Yeah. That's 100%. 37. So it's 100% for Chad. Oh, for Chad. 37% for Devin. Got it. Got so, it. In so what package? What series? Uh, the whole, that's overall. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's for your stats, guys. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying facts. But, uh, but no. So my question is, how much of that was the Ravens versus how much of that is what we'll see going forward? Uh, a little of both. <clears throat> a little of both. The Ravens, you know, um, it's a different run style than what than what most teams, you know, conventionally do. So there was going to be some extra linebackers, you know, in the football game. I think moving forward, you, 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 I think Chad. You know, Chad did enough in that game to, to give him another opportunity, you know, and, and, and still making sure that Devin's ready and prepared and and, and still having the rotation available uh, if need be. But I think both players are in a really good place, you know, especially headspace right now. Um, they're young players, long season, six games left, and we got to make sure that both of them are, are uh, well prepared, you know, as we make, you know, these, these next six games. And then, then also, in addition to Chad playing as much as he did, Rayshon playing more of that nickel, the third linebacker sort of position? Again, it was a three-safety look, you know, so you saw, you know, Andrew, um, you know, in there playing more safety, which, which put Jenkins down in the box. And it's just, again, it's just the unique style that, that Baltimore presented. Can you uh, elaborate your relationship with Dewey, uh, just in general, what he means yeah. to this team and kind of his role on this team? You know, he's, he's been through a lot with this team. Um, been here now for a little while and, and hasn't had the success that uh, he probably had hoped for. And, um, you know, he's one of the guys that, you know, he's, he's a core, he's a core leader on this team, you know, and, and, um, 
he, he wears his emotions, you know, uh, on his sleeve too. And it's great to see. He's very passionate about the organization and his players and teammates. And um, he had a heck of a game, you know, Sunday. Came up with a big turnover, you know, in the red zone and, and um, plays great on special teams. We ask him to do a lot. Uh, just means a lot to the organization, to the team, to the locker room. And, um, you know, just a, just a fine young man. Guys like him, Cam Smith, guys who have been here for a couple of years, like you said, have been through a lot with this organization. Can you kind of just tell how hungry they are to kind of get this thing turned around? I mean, you see it. You see it with those guys. You know, I think there's a belief that they can get it done. Um, you know, obviously for whatever reason we haven't. But, you know, you look at a, a win like Sunday and, and the way we won, how we won, it wasn't perfect. There were there were mistakes in the game. But to finish that game, right, would, I mean, that game could easily – you're one turnover there at the end of the game, going the other, you know, going their way, and it's a ball game, right? That that the, the fumble that Trevor had, and um, we haven't been able to get those back in that game. We did, and and we stayed on the field. We you know we made plays down the stretch. We learned how to finish, and and that's what that's what those guys. That's what it means to those guys to be able to do that and see that, and um, you know, just kind of feel that emotion, you know, after the game, and and that's what. Uh, you know, that's what you're trying to get to, you know, each week. You called that rollout play on the goal line again for Trevor? Yeah, yeah, it was a different one. Yeah, but same kind of. Similar. Yeah. What were your comments, though, that it was going to be incomplete if that first read wasn't there, like you said? It, confidence level was high. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was high. We had a nice conversation. <laughs> <laughs> was that touchdown, same, same play that you ran in Philly? Uh, same he type, yes, 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 yes. I didn't know if everybody else was assigned. Yeah, it was uh, a very similar play. Yes, it was. Yeah, very similar play. Yeah. So, do you remember a training camp? The end was kind of ragged, and it was the last period, really, like maybe 45 seconds left, and you blew it in early. And Dewey started yelling at the coaches, we need our reps, too. He, like, he didn't want to go in. And I was, do you remember that at all? But is it also indicative of, of the kind of emotion that he brings, even to a yeah, I don't necessarily remember that situation. I'm sure that that, that happened, but yeah, I, I mean that's the that's the type of player and the passion, the excitement, you know, that he brings to the team. And uh, listen, he he's he's hard on himself. Uh, he wants to be perfect in every every way possible, um, you know. And and he's right. I mean, you know, the guys want to get their their reps in too, especially those guys that don't get a ton of reps with, you know, uh, maybe the starting units or whatever. But um, I, I think that's a that's just a great indication of who he is and, and how much this organization means to him and this team. You've had Tyson shadow some receivers this year. St. Brown, he's still young, but has he earned that sort of respect where you want to put your top guy on him? Of course, you know. Um, you know, he, he's definitely done done a nice job in games and, and made, made plays and somebody you got to – you got to be aware of, and and you know if if Jameson's back as well, you know those two guys out there. I mean, it's just it makes a makes a tough combination. But um, you know if the game plan warrants that, that Tyson follows him, then then that's what he'll do. You know, and and uh, we got a lot of confidence in Tyson if that's the case. It's tough to call two two four and seven teams playing a big game, but each team has something to play for on Sunday philosophically in front of the room. Like, do you call it a big game? Do you point it out? Do you need to? How do you handle this this week with something? On you know, I, I don't necessarily use it in terms of a big game. I, I do believe that the guys understand that it is a big game. 
uh, because it's the next one. And just like them, you know, I'm, I'm, our goals are right in front of us, you know, and, and uh, this, is a, this is a good football. They gotta, uh, what, what we have as a staff have to get across to our players that we're playing a good football team. And, and, and I think they're saying the same things. They're, they're playing a good football team. So it's, we're kind of the same in a way. And I, I heard, you know, uh, Coach Campbell talk about that the other day, that very similar teams and both playing for a lot, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I think just from that standpoint, you could probably consider it, you know, uh, in, the, in the big game category. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks. thanks. Appreciate it.